Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 186 of the High Sensitivity Podcast, and thank you for listening. If it's your first time here, we talk about video game and movie news, as well as we've watched or played over the week. My name is Barry, along with my fellow blood-pumping American football watchers. There we go. This is Craig. I watch football, and I love football. My name's Craig. My name is also Craig. Blood pressure's high, but it's okay. We're still here recording, no matter what. Yep. No, no matter fo- what football game's on. Football doesn't people. get in the way of the podcast. It nope. doesn't. You know what else doesn't get in the way of the podcast, Barry? Oh, I do. I do happen to know it's the news. The news. Well done. I was you. you yep. I set it up. You put it away. Thanks. Yep. That's what we need. Oh, that's what we call an alley oop. That yeah, was. And talk oh, about trailers. This yeah. week. it is trailer Holy. after trailer after trailer. I can't remember in recent memory how many trailers we're supposed to be getting. So we'll talk about the most important one here. Um. <laughs> Halo t- Season 2 is the most important <laughs> one, getting a trailer yep, and a release date for yep. February of next year. Uh, I thought the ending of the first season was cool. It was definitely like a weaker season, it felt like. But the moment like it felt like we were getting the Master Chief we all know, I was like, okay, this ending kind of left a better taste in my mouth since then. Um, but yeah, and th- there's nothing else to talk about, right? No other trailers? It was just that one? I'm surprised uh, it got renewed. I'm not. I've it, Halo's yeah. a big franchise. It is. Yeah, it'll find yeah. its way into renewed into ability. And now that and now that I've gotten the, you know, the funny part out of the way, the real mm. trailer of the century is actually the Fallout 76 trailer or Fallout, Just sorry. Fallout, Fallout trailer. Yeah. Sorry. I have to find a way to mention that game somehow <laughs> in every single Fallout. podcast. Uh, the Fallout trailer, which apparently a lot of people are excited for. Uh, mm-hmm. I the vi- I watched the trailer. It doesn't look like a bad trailer, but I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. But after Fallout 76, anything related to the name <laughs> Fallout gives me PTSD. Oh, you're, yeah. you're dropping off everything Fallout? I, I, I'm going to watch the show. Okay. Like, I'll be honest. But like, it, you know, I, I hear Fallout and I'm like, oh, this it's going to suck. Is what it's going to do, but hopefully it doesn't. To be to be completely honest, I hope it doesn't. Uh, well, like they can build off of seventy six. You know, there's really like how can you go down yeah. from that? You know, I think it looks good, honestly. Um, I there's a lot of stuff in the trailer that I saw that I was like, yeah, that looks good. It's it's Amazon, right? Mm-hmm. So like they they're throwing a ton of money at it. You can tell. Um, it looks high budget. I think I'm I'm excited. I think it's going to be good. I have a question for you, too. For for the uh, hundreds of thousands of people at home who are listening and watching us, and also for the hundreds and thousands of people who are listening and watching us who have only played Fallout New Vegas for three hours specifically, <laughs> what Fallout would you guys say to play? Or do we wait? That looks like three to me. It reminds me of three or maybe four. Okay. Three and four by far the most popular. I would say four. Mm-hmm. Okay. Four's good. That trailer reminds me of four for sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, three going back and playing three now might be kind of rough. Honestly, okay. it's a little dated. So don't start with 76, though. No. Okay. Uh, they just got a new expansion, right? Atlantic City or something. Yeah, it's it's funny you mentioned like 76 because I, I got into an I shouldn't say an argument with a friend the other day about how like 
he was asking why I thought it sucked. And I went, well, like Todd Howard is associated with this. Todd Howard does two <laughs> things. He over delivers and under promises. That is yep. what he does. And he is the create. He's like some sort of creative person on this show. So now that he's associated with the show, it sucks. And I was mostly like kidding. I wasn't really being serious. Um, but he was telling me, well, isn't Fallout 76 good right now? And I'm like, it doesn't matter if it's good now. It was really bad when it came out. Um, <laughs> yeah, and, it, it and it didn't get fixed for years. It, it's different uh, in certain cases with games that we'll talk about later. But that game, I imagine, st- you know, still has issues probably to this day. That game was beyond broken when we first when we first loaded it up. True. That's why, if, you know, if you're still playing it, I'll power to you, but not me. I've If I had a physical edition of that game, I'd snap it. <laughs> I want to leave some of the other trailers for you, but uh, for you guys. So I'll leave, like, actually some of the bigger ones. But I have to mention, uh, not a trailer, but we got a picture uh, that they said Sonic 3 is coming out December of next year, mm-hmm. which... I'm super excited for because the model looked pretty like it doesn't show shadow, but it shows like its shoes. And I was like, okay, this looks pretty good. Mm -hmm. And on top of that, too, at the bottom of the of the little I'm not sure what you call them. Like, uh, you know, the things where that they snap in front of a camera and go take blah, 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 this scene, blah. And then they snap it and walk away. Does anybody know what that's called? I don't. Okay. no, I don't. Um, But on that in the image on the very bottom, the logo is the same logo for Sonic Adventure 2. <laughs> just with Sonic 3 on it, so I'm hoping that we're getting some cool stuff maybe with Sonic Adventure 2 could just because I don't think we're getting Eggman in this one with uh with Jim Carrey, so maybe it's Shadow, mm. the Hedgehog yeah. and whatever the um what was it called? Chaos was its Chaos. name. Chaos, yeah. Shadow would make sense, right? As yeah, a, like, I ju- as a villain, maybe. Yeah, I just know like the, the whole point of it. And in, in other Sonic games, we're getting into Sonic lore now, <laughs> um, but they actually don't really hate each other. Um, and in the end, you know, they kind of end up working together. The main villain of Sonic Adventure 2 was Chaos. Not mm. so much. Um, not so much Shadow, but it is a fun antagonist that I think they'll have fun with. But uh, th- I'll leave that. That's it for trailers is what I'll talk about. And then lastly, all I have is Beyond Good and Evil 2 is getting a 20th anniversary uh, edition coming out. And if that doesn't scream, we're getting something mm-hmm. about Beyond Good and, Even, Good and Evil 2, like whether it's this this week with the Game Awards or in the very near future. I don't know what is like what else there is. So. And also it was accidentally released, too. Yeah. So yeah, if you were right. quick enough, you could have bought it on the uh, store, which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> That's their way of confirming it is they accidentally hit the button to put it live on the store. It's I mean, I'll be I'll be buying that. Yeah. I don't know I, about if, you. I you guys think it's something we're going to be able to play like after the game awards, like there's an announcement for it and it goes available now. I hope so. Kind of deal. I mean, if yeah. they already had it on the store by accident, it's done. Mm-hmm. So like they could put it out anytime. Yeah, I'm also assuming that a release button like that, like you were talking about, Craig, is just one of those big red buttons that somebody <laughs> accidentally <laughs> just bumped. They hit enter on their, on their keyboard accidentally. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if like 
I didn't see anything as far as like anybody actually grabbed it and got to like play it. If it's like remaster, it doesn't sound like it. It kind of sounds like it's just like a reissue. Like I have it on my Xbox. I bought it forever ago and that wasn't remastered. It was just like upscale. I had 1080 mm-hmm. maybe. Um, so it depends on what it comes with, but I'll probably buy it regardless because it's in my top. We'll say top. 25 of all time probably <clears throat> i gotta be generous <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah uh so if if any of the trailers we forget i'll go ahead and mention them at the end but i'll let you guys get into some of the news so uh anyway. what about lego Fortnite? yes didn't expect <laughs> you to go there i'm glad yeah, you did that is, the, that is the next biggest thing on the packing order yeah i I saw like a little like quick thing the other day and then I saw everybody reacting to it. And then it so happened to be when I was on like my TikTok last night, right before I went to bed, every single live was Lego Fortnite, people streaming Lego Fortnite. Um, Seems cool, I guess. I didn't really dig into it too much. It seems like all the characters are Lego versions, right? And the building Mm -hmm. is like Lego building. That's kind of cool. It kind of makes sense, right? Just the long list of Fortnite finding amazing collabs, you know, mm-hmm. and also kind of like right after the uh, the Eminem concert. Yeah. As, which uh, I've heard a lot of people weren't able to actually see because, you know, servers are going to be servers during high traffic times yeah. like that. But I still haven't done one of those Fortnite events. I haven't either. I feel like well, they're should. always in the I feel like they're always in the afternoon where people are working or at least I'm working. Some people mm-hmm. aren't working, clearly, because they can go go to it. But hold on, lucky. I'll be back in half hour, guys. I'll be back to work. I got to go to this Fortnite concert. Yeah, yeah it's, it's the best lunch break ever. The Fortnite concert. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they seem like a good time. So I feel like I should check one out. But I always forget when they are. And then I don't have Fortnite installed, and then I, it's just a whole mess. Yeah, I heard um, the Ari- yeah, I heard the Ariana Ariana Grande one was amazing as well. I'm I'm a middle Ariana Grande fan. I like some of her stuff, so I don't know. I I don't know why I chimed in with that, but go ahead, Craig. <laughs> um, the other trailer that I have is a trailer that's not a trailer yet. It's just coming Tuesday. Is that the one we're all waiting on? I believe Good that's, that's the one I have. Grand Theft Auto. Let's go um, Tuesday at. What time is it? 10 a.m.? 8 a.m.? 10 a.m.? I think it was 9, 9 a.m. Pacific. Nope. 9 a.m. Oh. ESP. Oh, 9 a.m. Okay. Okay. Um, what do we want out of this trailer? I saw the leak. There was a leak from one of the uh, workers' son, which I thought was hilarious. Um, but yeah, I mean, what do we want? As far as we know, what we've heard a couple rumors, right? Multiple protagonists that you can switch back and forth, kind of a Bonnie and Clyde thing. Um, I've heard it's like, I've heard so many different things. I've heard vice city. I've heard now it starts in vice city. Then it goes to another Island maybe. Um, but what do we want? Doesn't uh, matter. Well, so for, well, that's, it's funny you mentioned that. Cause like I kind of got flamed online mm-hmm. uh, this week for mentioning that like the trailer could be like a screenshot of the city and -hmm. people would lose their minds. Um, just because that's how anticipated, you know, this game is for everybody. I just hope, you know, uh, like we get something with maybe who the characters are and maybe an idea where it is. That's all I'd ask. It doesn't have to show really too much to be honest. Okay. I'm, I'm with you on that, Barry. I'm all location. I just need to see what, what are we doing? What's different? Where are we going? Where are we starting? 
that type of thing. Um, I remember being a kid when, um, oh my God, not Vice City, but uh, what's the one after it? What's the uh, brand that followed San Andreas. Up? Thank you. Oh my gosh. Yeah. When San Andreas came out, and you know how you spend the majority of that, that uh, the beginning in the city, and then it opens up into this vast world, that type of thing. I, I want some of that childlike wonderment. Um, or if they can pull what um, um, Tears of the Kingdom pulled, which is show one portion of where you're going and leave out a completely different one. So when the game arrives, you're just blown away, maybe halfway, midway, even towards the beginning through the game. That's kind of what I would like. I know they have an algorithm that works. A lot of us like how Grand Theft Auto just flows. Yeah. So, I mean, if they introduce something new quality of life, that would be cool. Um, or something that I would like to be surprised. Maybe, maybe there's something I'm not thinking about that they're, that we see in the trailer that's like holy crap you know like i couldn't yeah. even i can't even imagine that in grand theft auto but i'm glad um i mean i've the rumors are swirling obviously and they're going to and but as far as like what i saw these past couple weeks as far as what seems legitimate um and what doesn't i'll throw one out there that i read that i thought seemed legitimate so if you don't want to know i guess plug your ears because like maybe i'm right maybe i'm not um, but the one I read was starts in Vice City, then goes to a different um, city, smaller city than we're anticipating, but more densely packed, um, which would be cool. But the big mm -hmm. thing that I read, which kind of is like, it sounds so ridiculous that I wouldn't be surprised if it's true, is money and also cryptocurrency in the game. Um, but the fact that your money you take back to either the bank or stash houses. Um, your stash houses can get raided and your money can burn and you'll lose it. That sounds so ridiculous. It sounds like something Rockstar would do. Yeah. To be yeah. like, you could stash your cash somewhere, but if another player finds it, they can burn it and you'll lose it or they can just take it. Um, that sounds like something they would do. And cryptocurrency and definitely sounds like something they would do. Most definitely. Yeah. And it, and you mean like with the online aspect, that's something they could do? Okay. Mm -hmm. That was my next question. Was was it something that a character does story based and then but in addition in addition to being yeah. multiplayer? Right. And yeah, and again, maybe it's both. Maybe it's like, oh, in the in the main story, you're gonna go raid somebody's cash house or you're gonna go burn all their money or something stupid. But then when you're playing online, um, and they did say that you could what I read too was you could hire security for your cash houses. That's not totally sounds like something they would be. Do the, yeah. Online. That would be a cool like raid component or like yeah. maybe building up upon the heist portion of right. instead of heist against a computer. Now you're doing the PVP or like Craig and I hop on and we're like, Hey, we're going to go raid Barry's cash. House. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> don't tell him, don't text him and tell him we're online. <laughs> he didn't pay his security this month. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I couldn't afford it. I don't know about you guys, but I really, as of now, I could care less about the online. Like, I really want a good story. Yeah, I wasn't a, I wasn't an online person anyway. I'm also, yeah. I mean, the three of us on this platform love story-based games anyway. Mm -hmm. um, we do like multiplayer, but, like, we love a thrilling story. So that's what I'm kind of hoping Rockstar continues to deliver. Like, they have in essentially all of their installments, yeah. to be honest yep. with you. I'm yeah, also a big fan. If we start in Vice City, 
that was my favorite Grand Theft Auto, by the way. So, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> With, I agree. Yeah. That's my favorite as well. Um, last thing I have got to bring this up because we all knew it was coming. EA is working on player voiced characters. How do we feel about that? It feels kind of weird. Uh, I do get that. Like, it, it kind of feels like AI taking that next step that maybe we don't mm-hmm. want it to take. Yep. Uh, I do understand for the most part, like the whole you get to involve yourself in the medium even more. Mm-hmm. You know, imagine if you would like we take VR kind of really seriously. We add this kind of voice learning program that learns our voice. It's pretty much like us being in a game. Yeah. Um, and the more connected you feel to a game, of course, this is EA. Mm-hmm. Uh, the more connected you feel, the more money you're willing to spend. Right. So that that is the that's the loop I'm waiting for. It's like, oh, we can do this. But guess what? It's for a live service game. That's going to cost you. <laughs> would you pay. 20 bucks to voice to have your let's say you pay 20 bucks and then there's a series of sentences that you have to say and then the ai in that point fills in the rest and just fully voices a character in your voice the rest of the game would you pay for it to hear yourself i i guess it i i think it's a neat idea that i'd pay for maybe once or twice okay to see uh but i'd also want to i'd also want to like see how other people are doing it i'd want to i wouldn't be the first to jump on the train i'd want to see like you know is it actually good I guess what's what. what's the most money you would pay to voice a Kingdom Hearts character? Uh, of course, that's yes, the question. Shot. Thank you, Craig. There's the question of the year or or persona. What about persona? What's the what's the max you would pay to voice Sora? Would you uh, want it, Sora's voice different? No, it, it's fine the way it is. But like you, you what could about, tell me what? I could do like voice line or something like that. And, and like be a part of that universe, mm-hmm. I'd probably pay. Uh, I okay. hate to say this. Um, I, I'd probably pay at least one hundred fifty to two hundred dollars. Would you Would you pay more to do Riku or to do your own character in Organization Thirteen? I or I do my own like character thing. I wouldn't even care if it's like a minor character or something okay. like that. I wouldn't okay. want to mess with like the main cast because I've already kind of grown to like them all. Uh, but it, that would that would be really cool, like just to to have that experience. Okay, so correct me if I'm wrong, Uh-oh. but <laughs> what, Persona, right? Yeah, main character doesn't talk, right? Yeah, no, the, yeah, that's. D- so how much would yeah. you pay for the main character in the next Persona to be your voice? Oh man, I would <laughs> pay something. I would pay some things. I would. Yeah. Would you? Not joking. I'm not even being facetious. I would. Yeah. I would 50 probably bucks? pay. What if? What if they came out and they're like, "All right, Persona Six, sixty nine ninety nine. Collector's Edition is two forty nine ninety nine. Comes with the statue, and you can put your voice in the game. Are you paying? Done. 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 <laughs> okay. All right. Where do I pay? Where do I pay? I hope my Take money my hasn't card. been earned. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I think like. I look at it as it's a slippery slope, but absolutely. It feel I feel like it has potential. Like we all know that like you can read a set amount of lines and AI can then go through and fully populate everything, right? So I look at it as like they're on a roll with the Dead Space remake. What if they make another Dead Space and I get to voice the character for 20 bucks? I'm probably doing it. 
Mm-hmm. More than likely. But part of me also feels bad for voice actors. Yes, that this could yeah. potentially yeah, that's true. Like, make them lose jobs. Because now we're all like, nah, I want my voice. I don't really well, want to hear my voice all the time, though. Yeah, no. And oh, it's also this- that. Yeah. Also that. People's most hated voice is normally their own. We don't like about, listening to ourselves. Like, I wouldn't do it in, like, a Call of Duty. I could care less. Boys, so get over here. <laughs> That's what I was like. Get over here, soap. <laughs> what kind of hell the name is soap anyway? Barry, I'm glad you went there because like what popped in my head is I just want to yell things at soap. Like <laughs> <laughs> But I think something like Persona is is a golden idea. Yeah, because it's a game oh. that's like constantly talking all of the time. <laughs> yeah. Craig would, Craig, would you say it's a per- persona four golden idea? Is that what you're saying? I was just going to leave it at golden, yes. (laughs) That's all I had. I'll leave it at that. (laughs) Now that he's fully in the dad joke mode. Let me compose myself. (laughs) Um, I guess the the trailer that I was going to talk about was um, uh, Resident Evil 4 VR Mm -hmm. uh, is getting on December 8th. We, we have an announcement that it is coming out. It's going to be a free update for PS5 users. And as guessed, it's going to be compatible on the uh, PS uh, on the uh, second um, VR headset for, for PlayStation. Um, oh, darn it. I, those iPhone 15 users. Gosh, darn yeah. it. They can't, they can't strap have, a phone to their face. I already have Resident Evil 4 VR in my Oculus. It's not the oh, remake, too but I already have it. Yeah, which falls into the trap of gamers, which is it's not essentially the Skyrim or Last of Us problem, but it kind of is in a different realm of problem that we have where this kind of stuff happens. It should be good. Um, I would have to muster up the courage to play it because I'm not really <laughs> a VR first person shooter. Uh, so, sorry, for, first person horror yeah. Kind of kind of guy. I know my wife would 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 definitely love something like that, but not necessarily. I don't know if I would have the stomach for it. Barry, I, I know this that would be your type of game. Definitely. <laughs> Which is why I've already bought it for you. Yeah, oh, so. have you now? Yeah, yes. it's he's been waiting to buy the new PSVR headset for this. So he can play through this and Resident Evil 8 in VR. Oh, my God. The baby scene. <laughs> How many times a year do you think we talk about the Resident oh Evil 8 baby scene? So many. It's iconic. I bet um, it is. <laughs> it's I don't nowhere. think about it, just so we're clear. I, <laughs> I let that one go. <laughs> He's, he burned it out of his brain a long time ago. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, I had two other things, and I'll let you get back to the, the trailers that we missed, Barry. The first thing would be the Cyberpunk 2077 2.1, the update 2.1. <laughs> um, and the features that are going to follow with that. So obviously a lot has been put into Cyberpunk 2077 by CD Projekt Red. Um, what this update is bringing is it's going to be bringing the uh, Metro system to Cyberpunk, which I didn't even realize that I was forgetting to see. Uh, so it's going to be a new transit system to be able to utilize to get across the city. I didn't even notice, but there is all of those rails that are essentially unused above a large part of the city. And if you're like me and ignored it because there wasn't really any movement there, that's going to be used. Um, 
Other things that are being released are replayable car races, boss fight improvements, specifically to, I don't know if I want to ruin it, but, but I, it's part of the normal portion of the game. But Adam Smasher, um, a couple of new guns. Uh, and then I think with the car races, you're also getting rewards and stuff through through the uh, the net system there. So they're introducing a bunch of stuff. Uh, I'm excited. I specifically connected with this because I'm replaying Cyberpunk currently at the moment. Um, I don't know how excited you guys are, Barry. I know you're done with the DLC and the game, right? After your no, replay. So, oh, you're not. Uh, well, we're gonna talk about it with um with the games I play this week, but I am not done with Cyberpunk just yet. No, oh. I saw you playing it a lot. Oh, I, yeah, I've been playing it a lot. That's for sure. <laughs> that makes two of us. Uh, but the the other and I guess most important feature that Craig forgot to mention is that there are now opportunities to hang out with your significant oh, other yes. in the game more. Ooh. Like it's not just the whole. I I don't know what they entail. They haven't said what it entails. Um, but yeah, it. The one thing that I wish that Cyberpunk like st- like did or you know had added to it yet is just the ability to have your partner like go with you on missions, uh, j- just like the the feel of that. Just because for the most part right now it's just the you do the missions with them and then they're kind of off in their own world while you're doing everything else. So even if it's an option to like say no to them coming or say yes, like the, having the option's a good thing. Uh, but it's just one of these things where you'd think that. That would be like a almost a no brainer for CD Projekt Red to have that. So, yeah, I don't know if that's what this entails, but I don't think it does. It sounds like it's just hanging out of hanging out. You know, I, I don't know what you do with your imaginary girlfriend from the game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for somebody who's still annoyed that he cannot romance Pan Am because <laughs> he always chooses to be a lady in video games. um, not that there's anything against Judy, but, uh, you know, um, and I forget who else. You can do River, Judy. River, you, Pana- have, to be, River, you have to be a male. R- River, you have to be a male as well. And then there's a fourth that I'm forgetting. Um, Pan Am but- is who I chose. Pan Am is also who I chose. I was, it's uh, either I'm, Judy or Pan Am. It's one of it, the two. It really is, to be honest with you. So I do kind of feel like Judy. I do feel like that makes sense, because if I remember correctly, it, there is kind of a buildup towards you know the scene that you get with whatever character but then after that you're just kind of done yep yeah yep. and i was just kind of like oh that's it all right whatever i mean in all honesty pan am has the craziest missions for mm-hmm. her romance anyway so even if you're not romancing her you want to do them like her her missions are insane yeah, in comparison yeah um the last thing i had was bethesda flexing their uh reaction muscles so obviously starfield has had a since negative review after the overwhelmingly positive critical review uh when it first came out before we all got our hands on it and a lot of us like the three of us have decided to stop playing it after the respective hours that we put into it but obviously the comments of people who have put maybe more or who are still playing it are continued to flow in what bethesda's team has done is responded two specific ones and they are quite hilarious uh one um i'll just read the the particular comment was to it being boring and overrated for a player that played like 56 hours of it and uh bethesda's responses 
thank you for for the time of leaving a review of Starfield. We are sorry that you do not like landing on different planets and are finding many of them empty, which is part of the comment that I chose not to read because it was a long comment. Some of Starfield's planets are meant to be empty by design, but that's not boring. When astronauts went to the moon, there was nothing there. They certainly weren't bored. Yeah. Now, that's one. Got him. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I don't know. There's a bunch of them. I, I, one of them, if, if I could just go back to that, you cannot equate a play, playing a, a video game and landing on planets and thinking it's boring to humanity landing yeah. on the moon, which was unobtainable for a lot of years, even though we could see the moon on most nights, depending on clouds and lights in, or if you were living in this city or whatever, you cannot compare the both there. Um, I don't know. There's another one where a, some, they responded to a negative review for a player who couldn't get over Starfield's loading screens. Thank you for taking the time to provide your review. We're sorry to hear that you were disappointed with encountering many loading screens. While there may be loading screens in between fast traveling, just consider the amount of data for the expanse of gameplay that is procedurally generated to load flawlessly in under three seconds. We believe this shortcoming will not hinder our players from getting lost in the world that we created. (laughs) So you can read the rest online. All you got to do is just Google Starfield or Bethesda's response to Starfield negativity. But the response, I, I, for one, don't um, hate when a studio responds to negative feedback. I just don't like Bethesda's responses because essentially what they're trying to tell us is have fun. We did this for you. And there is a way to respond to criticism, especially player and review criticism. I would even eliminate like professional criticism and specific player criticism. There is a way to respond. There is a political and tactical way to respond. And Bethesda, I do not think has. I don't know if you guys have seen some of the other comments or if you guys have anything about those, those particular reactions. I think you just let it go. Bethesda you don't you don't need to respond (laughs) yeah and like just something to build off of that too like with all the of course there's a lot of negativity um did you guys see what somebody did with like I think it was like somebody has played through new game plus on Starfield 32 times have you guys did you guys hear anything about this no so I have no idea what Starfield story is it may have something to do with spoilers is what I'm about to say so just keep in mind but on the 32nd playthrough, we all played enough to go meet like the the star, you know, the the the, oh, the other world. Right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. The, or the group that you're that you're supposed to join star touched or star phased. There's so. Like that. Yeah. So on the 32nd playthrough, and I, I have no idea what any of this means. His character met himself oh. on the 32nd playthrough. <laughs> That's cool. Um, so That's I have sick. I have no idea what any of that means, whether it's like different universes or twins. But the, the game actually responded That's uh, cool. with like wow. the girl that you first meet. That's the head of this goes like, oh, do you have a twin? And your character is facing the character you make. <laughs> and they're and they're like, uh, and I, I didn't get to see the rest of it. But it's one of these things where, OK, Bethesda, I don't like you for your games as of late. But that right there. 
That's that pretty right cool. That's pretty yeah. cool. Uh, that is pretty yeah, sick. Good for somebody to be able to go through start Starfield 32. <laughs> 32. How many hours is that? That's that's far too many. <laughs> I mean, they have to have been playing that nonstop since it came out, right? Yeah, because like when you think about it, uh, yeah, it came out in September. Mm-hmm. And a couple of people, uh, I mean, not a couple of people, whoever purchased uh, specific versions had earlier access by three or four days. I meant a couple of days, not a couple of people. But even between September and now, that's a lot a, of hours. Yeah, I'm going to get an actual playthrough. Uh, well, how many he played through. Uh, just just yeah, have an that's extra. crazy. I mean, I, I would think that, like, progressively, it's like I, I'm on my... What was that third or third playthrough of Dead Space, right? This year, it got progressively faster each time I played it because I know where I'm going. It's easier because I'm overpowered, and that like it's probably the same thing. It's probably like you're cutting out hours every time because you're just doing the main story. Thirty four. Yeah. It was his thirty fourth playthrough. Okay. Of it. Um. Yeah, it's a cool little trailer. I definitely suggest people watch it. Like, I kind of wish. Um, like the, the person was recording it, I guess, but uh, it's not like a streamer or anything. So I, I would okay. have loved to have seen his reaction. To yeah, be like, definitely. What yeah. the hell was this? If it yeah. if it truly came as a new surprise to him. Uh, but yeah, so on. That 100 so percent sounds like something they would do. Bethesda. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Almost definitely. But yeah, so then just a couple of the other things that we saw this week was I think really the only thing we missed or no two things. The Godzilla versus Kong trailer was also out today mm-hmm. uh, or Godzilla X Kong or a, a new empire united or something. Uh, <laughs> big monsters fighting each other. Trailer looks cool. I'm cool <laughs> with it. Sorry for the burp there. Lastly, a bit more about the GTA six trailer. I have no idea if companies are like joking or memeing what's going on with this but we mm-hmm. also like the halo infinite team put up the same kind of color banner that gta 6 did and then says that there's some sort of announcement coming tomorrow yep. december 4th yep so i don't know if it's some sort of joke that i don't <laughs> understand but a bunch of games a bunch of game companies did it i think halo did i think fortnite did i think uh fall uh sorry fall guys that's what it is fall guys did as well so it's like, I don't know if they're just like following this haha funny trend or if it's like actually something happening. We'll see tomorrow. Uh, but just the power that GTA 6 has over everyone else just to. Yeah, here's this very similar thing. And we're just yeah. going to do the same thing. I mean, the whole world is waiting for Tuesday. Yeah. And by the yeah, time this are. goes up, it'll be over. But like, I know I am. You best believe I'm I'm there. Yeah. YouTube, and it, YouTube's going to crash. <laughs> Yeah, and it's got like a it's got like a Nintendo Direct time too, which is really interesting. So it's, I'm interested to see how many people wake up. I'm just used to when I think 9 a.m. for a trailer or 9 a.m. for a release. I think Nintendo Direct most you definitely. You know what? We're gonna get a Nintendo Direct. That's what's gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> We're getting a Nintendo Direct during this, so you have to choose. That's literally uh, when I start work on Tuesday, 9 a.m. There you go. There Almost. you go. <laughs> Hold on, can't work for the next. Yeah. Three minutes and thirty seconds. Yeah, there right. you go. <laughs> so, uh, did, did anybody else have anything they want to talk about before we head to games? Uh-uh. All right, all good. And with the intruder now removed from the premises of this podcast, we are now back <laughs> after after a very 
very premature cut, uh, which yes. I had fun with in the editing. Uh, we had a visitor uh, join the podcast, wanted to say a couple things about video games, and just walked right off set. So, <laughs> yeah. Yep. Mic drop. Mic drop. Regardless, <laughs> it disconnected Craig's mic, but we are back. We're going to start at games again because the editing wasn't going to work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't make it clean, so all I can do is make it funny. Yeah, there you go. We'll go back to games this week now. Uh, I played right. Cyberpunk 2077. A heck of a lot of it. Played a little bit of FIFA this week, but I'm not going to talk about that. Uh, what did you guys play? Uh, Remnant 2 for me, and then dug into some Suicide Squad, kill the Justice League. There you go. All right, Remnant 2 for me, just a little bit, a little taste of it, and uh, all Cyberpunk. All Cyberpunk. Now, was the was the alpha something you got to, uh, like, everybody got invited to, or you just happened to get chosen? I got an email. Oh, cool. Okay. And then I had to, like, scour the email to make sure I'm allowed to say stuff. I think I am. If not, I'm sure they'll let us know. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> there That's go. all right. So we'll talk about, I guess, probably the oldest game out of the bunch here, Cyberpunk 2077. It's reemergence, really, for Craig yeah. and I here. I have been just because you unlock a new ending with uh, with cyberpunk. I really wanted to dig into like the leveling of cyberpunk this time around. So I was smart with my last playthrough and saved somewhere in between. Like so I'm redoing Phantom Liberty at a higher level and I'm also just going to complete the game at a higher level this time just to see like what all the, the abilities change a lot of this game in your play style. I, I have to commend the game for how how uh, how well it can adapt to my play style. If I want to be a dashing samurai stealth killer, I can do that. If I want to be a maniac with a gun, I can do that. If I want to be a cyberware freako uh, with yeah. mantis blades, I can do that too. Uh, I, I have to give it to them for how crazy a lot of a lot of this game is and how adaptable. Uh, for the most part, I, I'm still enjoying my time with the game. Um, this is the first time I've kind of went out of my way to do more of the missions, do more of the sub story stuff. And I've been having fun with it. A lot of it is a little bit repetitive uh, just because a lot of what you do are gigs. And these gigs are like, kill this person, save this person, steal this, bug that sort of deal here. And a lot of them are the same. But I, I can play it however I want, which is, I guess, what I'm having so much fun with. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077 is definitely like, you know, if there's a category for it, the redeemer of the year this time around for me. Uh, and the fact that they're putting, when we talked about it earlier, the new update, they could have just stopped yeah. with all this. But we're getting mm -hmm. more Cyberpunk stuff, even if we didn't uh, want it. I, I'm still having a lot of fun with Cyberpunk 2077. That is for sure. So I would agree. I, I, I have to I have to give it to them. Uh, it's they created a fun world and this fun world is now working pretty well. Uh, let's see here. I, I only ran into one bug, really. And that's I tried to call for my vehicles and it wouldn't and they wouldn't get over there and the game wouldn't let me save manually. <laughs> so I had to do a main mission to get it to save auto and then I could back out and do all of that. So yeah. I so ran into the same bug. Oh yeah. Um, well 
I ran into the bug where when you restart it, uh, if you restart the game, um, there's obviously a certain mission where your car gets totaled and then you have to do a Delamain mission where he takes you around the, the whole yeah. facility and such like that. The bug is you're supposed to be waiting. There's a mission where you literally just wait for your car to get repaired. And I did 10 hours of gameplay. Yeah. And the problem is that you can't call a car until you get your original car repaired. Because I got, I did like the some of the missions where you get vehicles as a result, and I couldn't call anything. <laughs> um, so I found I, I looked online and the community's uh, great, um, you know, and then you have, you know, a combination of Steam, um, Reddit, you know, all that type of stuff. What I essentially had to do was select the mission as a mission, the waiting mission, because it just sits there and it just says, wait for your car to get repaired. I had to select it. And then I restarted my game. And then I made it so that it just went through a 24 hour period, like the time uh, jump or whatever. And it worked. That was like the really only issue that I've had with it besides the standard stand, sandstorm one where you all of a sudden load your game and there's just like a huge sandstorm that you didn't ask for, like in the city. Like oh, not where it. Yeah, that's a that's a one. I didn't too. have that. That would have been fun yeah. if I have. Fine. You know, yeah, what's it's, funny? it's weird. That Go waiting, ahead. that waiting bug. I remember having that when the game first came out for me. I remember having to do the exact same thing. Select it. And then do a 24-hour cycle. That's hilarious. It's still there. Yeah. And it's... um, it, it, Other than that, the game, besides somebody maybe just like walking weirdly, it, there's significant less pedestrian weirdness. And everybody kind of looks like they're actually doing something or semi-something in the game. Some of the bizarre areas are like... Have more life in them. Um and Barry, to, to kind of just piggyback what you said, they did create an amazing world between the shards that you could choose to read or not. I read certain shards. I don't like the um, cyber psychosis missions. Mm -hmm. I love those shards because I want to know why they, they ended up getting crazy, you know. So between all that type of stuff and just uh, even the gigs and some of the side stuff, there's all these small stories going on in the city. It's 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 really kind of a sight to behold. It's really fun to play it again, and I realized why I liked it in the first place, despite the bugs. I'm interested to pick your brain, Barry, on when to start the Phantom Liberty DLC, because I want to start it, but I don't want to start it too early. I got the prompt for the mission that does start it over over with the... Um, uh, okay, what, Yes, exactly. So I got that prompt. I'm not touching it for a bit. Because <laughs> I'm not. I mean, I'm still I'm still a ways away from the close to the end of the main story. So in Cyberpunk uh, Phantom Liberty, there are some boss battles. Uh, so and here's one of my friends was trying to do a stealth build, and that doesn't really work in boss battles, if we're being honest. So yeah. uh, just keep in mind, like I. I started Phantom Liberty probably I'd say you could start it around 30, 35 to start just because you have enough points in different areas to be able to adapt to any situation you have. Um, th that's what I would go with just because uh, getting a Sandetta stand is some of the most fun you can have in this game uh, just with like slowing down time. Uh, there's a cool clip of someone uh, in a boss battle. He activates his slow down time effect. He just like creates like 40 throwing knives in a circle <laughs> and then this innocent stops and the boss is instantly killed. 
I thought wow. that like it, it, cool. it's one of those cool things that the game lets you do if you're overpowered. Um, mm-hmm. If if you want to be overpowered, start it at level forty five or fifty. But if you want, uh, like it does scale to you, so there is some sort of challenge. I think no matter what, it's just a matter of the gear you come in with. And uh, Phantom Liberty is a really good DLC. Uh, Idris Elba's performance in this is good. Uh, I wish it just added some more to the base game other than an ending. I was really hoping that there was going to be another romanceable option as well. There is not. But not Idris. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> he probably was the only way I'd be it. able to. Yeah. He, he's he's probably he probably didn't allow it. But other than that, like th- that's where I would start with it. Is you know get get to those levels so that you can kind of adapt because some so, some of these. Your, your, a stealth build is not going to work for, what, for for some of these boss battles. Some of it is like out of Smasher wise, they're you're not hiding. You're from not stealthing. Him. Yeah, you're not you're not <laughs> stealthing out of Smasher. You need to do damage, and you can't you the the glass cannon build can work, but you just have to realize these enemies hit just as hard as you do, and yeah. they their health is a lot more than you'll ever have. Yeah. But yeah, no, Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, Now's the time again, to play it. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I, I'm gonna get fi- I'm gonna get finished with this, and then I'll give everybody an update on where I am with my backlog right now. Yes. Uh, I have, I have. So I, I'm I'm just I'm kind of bent to I'm not gonna finish Control most likely. I'm okay. gonna wa- uh, so I have watched a cutscene movie of Alan Wake and Control explaining both of these. Okay storylines the best they can just like people do with kingdom hearts if people can do it with kingdom hearts i can do it with alan wake and control yep. so after i'm done cyberpunk 2077 i am going straight to Sweet. uh there you go uh to alan wake 2 or pandora let's go <laughs> and, and you'll probably finish alan wake before craig does i'm on chapter six <laughs> i'm on chapter six there's, there's still some time though <laughs> you got about a couple of weeks left to finish that bad boy off. Yeah. And I love that game, by the way. I'm yeah. sorry. I just had to say that it's been stagnant with it. Um, yeah. Remnant two. All three of us have played remnant two. Like I've, yeah. uh, if I talked about yeah. it last week. So yeah. What are your guys feelings? We haven't played together yet, which we Not will. Yet. I did. But... Um, I did the intro mission and then I went around the town to get all my pick what I want to be. Um, I went with like the, whatever, like the marksman build is what I picked long okay. range. Um, but, but with the ability to, uh, shoot health at people. Cause I figured that'd be nice when we all play together that I can just uh, yeah. like, shoot health at you I, guys. I picked that too. The health Dang thing. It. <laughs> oh, okay. Well then yeah, the health thing. Um, and I originally, that's where I stopped, but then I was like, you know what? I'm going to, I want to do like, let me go into like the first area and really get into it. Cause you don't really get much from that intro. It's no. very like, all right, kill a couple people. Um, I mean, to me, it's like, all right, I'm playing a souls like with guns and that's cool. Like I enjoy, it's a good feeling. I think the guns feel good. The, yeah. I'm the, really surprised with how that, yeah, they do. the dodge feels adequate. Um, my only issue, and we were talking before we returned is before we started uh, recording is the dungeon area that I'm in. Like, I don't know what to do, so I need to like look it up, I guess. I was unaware that you start in different ones. Like we were not all in the same one, but um, I just, I've gone around like multiple times and I can't figure out what I'm supposed to do. 
Uh, so once I figure that out, I feel like I'll be more on a roll. But what I've played so far besides that, I like it. It's better than the first one by a long shot. Um, and I could see it easily being a game that I drop 60 hours into, honestly. Yep. Yeah, it definitely seems like the kind of the game you play with your friends. I yeah. was not paying attention to the story. I <laughs> I got kind of like a Last of Us vibe in the beginning with the whatever friends you were traveling with. It, it looked like yeah. a similar city even to like as as like yeah. a copy and paste from Last of Us or Last of Us 2. But um it, you know, you walk around in the intro area, you talk to a bunch of people like a lot of games. It felt a little bit like boring at that part obviously, mm-hmm. but like you said, the guns feel great. It felt even hard in the intro area. Um, I don't know about you, but during that first boss battle or whatever that thing was that wasn't a normal enemy, I died. It was just that you had that person there to revive you. Um, right. Whoever was was whoever those two knight in shining armor people that come in to save you. Um, as you could tell, I'm not really paying much attention to the story. But what I what I, I don't what think I saw you need to. Yeah, I think it's just one of those games. I have games like that that I don't. I'm playing Honkai Star Rail. You know how much clicking I do through that story? I'm still playing that, by the way, guys. By the way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm like half paying attention to this game. It's yeah, it's I pay attention to it as much as I pay attention to any Souls like, whether it's even Liza P. I, I mean, I know the story in Liza P, but like I was I was skipping through stuff, and when I was going around that town in the beginning, I was like, I I don't yep. care. Yeah. You know what yep. I mean? Like, just let me go and like. Uh, where am I? I don't know, but I'm supposed to go kill, find some boss, I guess. Cool. Let me go do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it's a good, it's a good thing when even playing by myself, I'm still having a good time like that. That's I'm like, okay, <laughs> if I'm having fun by myself, then with people is also going to be that much more fun. Yep. Um, and I feel like the enemies, I've only seen a couple enemies so far, but they're cool enough. Um, yeah. Hopefully there's more variety out there. I'm assuming there is. Um, I'm fighting a bunch of robots right now, but yeah, I, I like it so far. So you and I have started in the same world then. Okay. The little white oh. robots. Yes. Like the, yeah. And the little flying robots. Yeah. Yep. Yep. What, okay. what class did you pick Barry? I am, I guess the equivalent of like a tank. Uh, okay. I am the, the armored guy. class crusader. What'd you pick? Craig? I'm the guy with the dog. Sweet. We all picked that. It sick. We got a rel- well-rounded team. I like <laughs> That's what it. I like to hear. Um, Fantastic. But yeah, it's awesome. so far so good. Um, I look forward to playing that with a bunch. And uh, I feel like that could be a game that could hinder us completing our backlog in like January and February, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> um, but also, I guess, uh, speaking of team-based games, we talk about Suicide Squad, right? What, well Everybody done. wants to know Suicide about Squad. Suicide Squad. You, you have Let's the transitions go. this week. Okay. Yeah, you um, are on it. If I could boil it down now, as far as like the alpha goes, they give you the intro that has you control all four characters and how they move around. And then it does give you the first mission, um, which deals with the Flash um, and all that kind of stuff. Now, what I will say, if you can boil it down to its essence, is we're going to be okay with this game. We're going to be would, okay. Good. Yes. Yep. Um, here's that's what I was hoping for. Here's what I enjoy. Now, what I like is that all the characters at their core are your are the same. You have a gun, you have a melee type attack, um, and you have a way to get around vertically and quickly. Um, now, like Harley Quinn, she is pretty much Batman from the Batman games. 
Um, she has the grappling hook. She has Batman's grappling hook. And the way they explain how they get their stuff makes sense. I know it's kind of in the trailer there where they just kind of they go into the, the Justice League, the Hall of Justice, and there's like a glass case with all these items. And then they just take one, which is Suicide Squad. You know what I mean? Like, that's literally what they would do. Um, but she has the the grappling gun and, and uh, Batman's drone. And whenever you use it, the drone flies out in front of you. You shoot your grappling and then you swing on it and let go and it flies out ahead of you again. And you can really get momentum going that way. Um, one of them has a jetpack. Uh, uh, the one has the boomerang, obviously, but it allows him to like, uh, I forget what they call it. It's like reality bending or something where he like zips where it goes. And then King mm-hmm. Shark can just jump really high because he's King Shark. Um I, I enjoy all of them. I think they all have their uh, pluses and minuses. Um, the the shooting feels good. What I enjoyed was when you're doing the intro and they're teaching you everything, it's very like, all right, here's how you shoot. Um, if you're looking at like my, my favorite was Deadshot, right? Like he was to me, I was like, this guy is probably who I'm going to use in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's got his normal shooting. I'm shooting people. I'm jumping around on my jetpack. Um, but then they start introducing other things. So kind of along the lines of like a bullet storm where they want you to go fast. Uh, if you shoot the enemies in the legs enough times, it'll give you an option to press the right trigger. And then that'll do a shield shot and which will kill them and drop shields for you to pick up. So you're constantly being incentivized to move, 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 shoot. Um, when they're shooting at you, you can also press right trigger when it appears. There's like a red around them and it's a counter. So you're countering their shot by shooting them um, and then it like shoots them up in the air. Um, if you get close, you can melee. And then if you immediately melee and then aim with the left trigger, it's like he'll hit them up in the air and then it'll snap your trigger to them and you can shoot them in the air until they die. Um, it's very, very fast, uh, but it feels good. The story from what I saw, I enjoyed. It's a rock steady game. So like it has that humor, that good like. I don't know. Some about it feels good to me. So I think this game is going to be better with friends, especially if you can find three other ones. There's a heavy emphasis on it, but I did play through the first mission by myself and I had plenty of fun. And then I played through with three other random people and I had just as much fun. Um, So I think if you want to play this game by yourself, like a normal rock steady game, you can. Um, But if you want to play through with friends, like if we all want to get on there, I think we'd have a good time. So I feel a lot better having played the game. Um, I'm definitely like it's on my list to get now. Um, okay. Unless they totally mess it up after the first mission. I think the steady stream of superheroes that you're fighting is going to be entertaining. Um, the only thing that's just weird to me is no hand to hand combat. I'm so used to that in those games. And now yeah. switching it to like a shooter. You're just like, oh, this is going to this is a little jarring, but it works. Um, so for sure. I think we're going to be all right with this game. I really do. That's good news because I was worried that for it. That is good I, news. Yeah. yeah. Wanted to be able to play it. So did you have any other thoughts on Remnant 2 that you wanted to add to it, Craig? Which one, me or Craig? You. You. <laughs> um, uh, super uh, excited to play with you guys. Um, I, I Like I said, I do like the feel of it. And it looks like it's going to be tough, which is what I'm really intrigued by. It's like I would consider the three of us seasoned gamers. Um, 
and we do like we do enjoy a souls like every now and then you know so yeah. i'm interested to kind of see how the difficulty matches our teamwork as well which is why i'm happy that the three of us actually chose a different class without even texting each other by the way there's only yeah. four classes and we all chose a different one um instinctively maybe or is it destiny you know so <laughs> does remind me a little bit of destiny yeah, I feel a little bit of Destiny bit there, too. Uh, but let's go ahead and get into movies and TV shows this week, where, uh, at behest of you both, I have yeah. watched Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Hey, the movie? And Yes, the movie. Okay. Let's go! Uh, and then I binged all of Blue Eye Samurai in the matter of... <laughs> He's the first one to finish it. How hilarious. 12 hours. Oh I'm on uh, seven. I'm on yeah, episode seven. Yeah, in a matter of twelve oh hours, I finished uh, Blue Eye Samurai. What'd you guys wow. watch? <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm on episode seven of Blue Eyed Samurai, almost done. Um, it's Christmas season, so I watched Candy Cane Lane, which just came out on Amazon Prime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then I watched the documentary Bye Bye Barry, the Barry Sanders one. Oh, I'm interested to see uh, what you think of that. Mm -hmm. Um. Well, I have the least watched amount of content this week. I watched Exorcism Believer hey. or Exorcist Believer. So, okay. all right. Uh, to start, let's start with yeah. The oldest out of all of this stuff would be Scott Pilgrim. Mm -hmm. uh, movie's kind of like a fever dream <laughs> in a way. Yeah, it is. Uh, it was it was strange uh, in a lot of good <laughs> ways. Uh, there. are there are definitely parts of this movie where like Michael Sarah's character, I'm like, could you just like stop being <laughs> weird? Yep. Like everyone else in this movie, I think is like fun. Like I enjoy everyone, yeah. like everyone in this movie, but Michael Sarah's character <laughs> is the only one I'm like, could you just stop just like for a second? Um, I was surprised to like, see some of like actors that I know now, like younger, like Brie Larson. Yeah. Uh, vegan giving you psychic powers i thought was funny that's uh, hilarious yeah, yeah. Chris, chris evans uh <laughs> yep as the action uh, hero as the action hero <laughs> yeah. a lot of it is uh, a lot of the again the movie just felt like a fever dream uh in a lot of ways because I, I have to say in the beginning i like i was like i hate scott scott mm -hmm. scott's 22 dating a 17 year old that's going to yeah. Catholic school everything's wrong with yep. this they seem like they're fine, but you can tell Scott's just looking for a rebound. I feel bad for Knives. Knives deserves Knives. The Knives, Knives is so good. And Knives gets better. Mm -hmm. you know, does, for her. The um, blue streak. Yeah, punched out the highlights <laughs> out of her. Yep. Um, yeah, the movie is a strange, strange fever dream. Uh, mm -hmm. and, and I like it. Uh, would I watch it again? I probably won't. Um, man, I've probably watched that movie like 50 times. Yeah. yeah. Same here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. For me, like I love everything. I like everything about the movie other than Michael Sarah's character and the whole movie Which centers is... around him. Mm, so yeah. That, that, that's you... what gets me. So it's like, you... I, I will watch clips of the movie probably for sure. Um, but in the beginning, Sarah's character is so just, I hate it. <laughs> He's yeah, so, yeah. I hate he's, him. He's so a, he's much. he's a loser. He yeah, is a loser. Yeah. His, his like roommate's the, best. I love his roommate. Yeah. Oh, love, Wallace, yeah. Wallace, 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 Wallace is amazing. Yeah. Young Wallace. Neil. Yeah. Young Neil. <laughs> Young Neil's great. 
Knives did you like the uh, Did you like the Thomas Jane cameo arresting the <laughs> vegan when he when he ate? <laughs> yep. What about the What about the uh, For me, like the highlights were always the way he convinced Chris Evans to Tony Hawk it down the rails to and yeah. he died. I liked Knives and Scott's um, like DDR boss battle. I thought that was yeah. cool. Um, I just like the whole thing is set up like a video game. And I just yeah, that, that's that's way. what it is. Yeah, that's yeah. Really the, what it the is. video game aspects of it are cool because it's obvious, you know, in the very beginning, I think um, the literal tune in the beginning is the Zelda like uh, is the Zelda kind of theme mm-hmm. intro portion there. So I, I like that aspect of it. And I like how kind of wonky and zany it is, because <laughs> in a world where I'm supposed to be able to kind of guess what happening is next in the movie, I didn't know what was going to happen next. I didn't yeah. think the fight between Chris Evans was going to end in him going down, <laughs> Tony Hawking it down a rail. Yep. Yep. And the one yeah. and the one where he has to touch the back of the girl's knee. Yes. And like that <laughs> yes. one. <was> so <laughs> so fantastic. Good. Fantastic. Did, you, did you like did you like the uppercut too? Just like the, the upper. Um, I see. I think you'll like the series because the series is definitely more anime. And like what I learned is like they had so much fun on set, all of them together, that they kept an email chain so that fifth, what is this, 15 years later or yeah. whatever, 15 years later when they were like, hey, we want to do a series, everybody is voicing their character yep. in, 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 the, in, the, uh, in, the, in the new one. So I don't know. Maybe try an episode of the new thing. You know, oh, if you're I'm going to watch for the new thing. Absolutely. More, more of an emphasis on the other characters, too. Also, Scott. yeah, exactly. Yep, he's kind of a backseat. He is kind of a backseat, which mm-hmm. I think that makes me think I'm gonna like it a lot more. <laughs> you yeah. probably will. Yeah, you probably you, will. you get a lot more Patel, which yeah. um, which that's funny. You know, you didn't read the email. What email? <laughs> just like, <laughs> where he challenges him to. Yep, <laughs> either he just deletes the email. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I'm glad you watched it, Barry. I'm glad. Yeah, same. You guys told me to watch it. I try to watch what yep. you guys tell me to. Do, yeah, but how about uh, Blue-Eyed Samurai, Barry? Yes. And Blue-Eyed Samurai. Uh, <laughs> Blue-Eyed Samurai. <laughs> very, very quickly up in my top 10 for this mm. year. Abs- absolutely. It's crazy. Without, without a question. Yep. Uh, I am constantly surprised. <laughs> like, the series is just a good old-fashioned fun samurai uh, tale. But I guess kind of the, the twist on it is... It keeps you, you're the main character. Um, uh, her name starts with an M. It's funny that I don't remember. <laughs> I almost um, want to say it's Maze. It could be. My Zen. Man, I feel so bad for. I, I, it look. feels like it feels like a fever dream watching, because that because like there's Mizu. Whoops. Yep. Yeah. Okay, it was okay. Mizu. It was an M. Mizu. Uh, like I just like her whole character arc for the entire film. Ringo is a f- is a fun, not annoying side character. It's great, which I I did not expect. And He's from Heroes. If throw back to Heroes from back in the day, the voice oh, actor. Oh, okay. Oh, wait, is he the is he one of the 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 hero that? Oh, what's his name? The one that could teleport. Yep, that's him. Uh, I believe so. No, it's um, I forget how to say his name too. His name's like Masiori Oka, but he was in Heroes. 
Hero. Yeah. His name is literally Hero in Heroes. Oh. <laughs> yes. I mm-hmm. love that guy. Yeah, he's that's great. why that's why I love that character. I like I that know. I like his presentation and his voice. There's a lot of people in the show that like as I was watching it and listening to it, I was like, that name sounds familiar. Like Randall Park's in there. He's like the assistant to the villain, the main villain. And I was like, oh, I yeah. know that's Randall Park. I know that the voice. The one that's trying to get him to do all those activities yep. while he's kept yep. him away for a decade. He's, yep. like, <laughs> he's like, but I wanted that painting. Yep. <laughs> I just wanted it. I was going to hang it up. <laughs> I don't know. It's yeah, that animation style for me is incredible. Yeah. The is. Ani- there's a lot of fun animation style. Um, episode five is by far my favorite mm-hmm. of the tale of the uh, the tale of i guess the no spoilers i didn't get there yet no just i'm just, just trying just to case, think of yeah. what the title is no um, it's, it's like backstory that whole episode's kind of backstory right but it's done it so well it, it's a it's a backstory episode with ties to what's going on in um, right right uh in the brothel so there it is it is I can't recommend it enough. The animation is done and it's one of those things where it is made by the English by by United States. So it's one of those things where like the lip matching matches, which is kind of yep. nice. I usually don't get that a lot when watching <laughs> something animated or Japanese wise. So, yeah, it is such a good, good story. Um, even until episode seven and eight, you're still this story is still unraveling itself in a very good way. Um, uh, I'm I love a Kemi storyline as well. It is all it it is all a lot of fun, and yeah. I I really hope I don't know if it'll get nominated for anything just because it feels like it's too late uh, in the season and maybe like there's probably a cutoff date of sometime in November, depending on when it actually came out when I actually watched it. But Blue Eye Samurai is just so much fun. It is everything I love about like a samurai show yep. slash movie. Yep. I feel like it. There's such good build up to that when you actually get to some sort of scene where like she's just killing like thirty people, like the payoff is so good, and she never gets out of anything unscathed, which kind of I like that it's yeah. like it's grounded like yeah she killed 30 people but she got stabbed twice or you know what i mean or something like that um but man when she like when she kills people it's like like ruthless like yeah, oh, there goes a head up oh, there goes an arm up oh, that guy just got cut in half you know what i mean like just not messing around which you i know like i don't watch a lot of like anime stuff and like to me that was almost a little jarring i was like woof you know what i mean i don't know if that's normal for anime but like that like in your face graphic like that dude is literally cut in half you know what i mean (laughs) i don't know if that's normal well you can do that in this medium like with cgi and the way it's animated in 3d you can do like the whole limb cutting off and it doesn't look janky where in anime because it's 2d and it's all hand drawn and stuff like that you can't do it to this extent Mm -hmm. so that's That's what makes that's what makes this kind of fresh, you know, gory series really refreshing. Yeah, it's great. I love it. Yeah. And, and then it's very it's very artistic and poetic, poetic at a lot of times, too. Like going back to that gore, um, I'm forgetting the group. But remember that four samurai group that was chasing her? The four fangs. Mm-hmm. The four fangs. Thank you. Yeah. And how she was descending that cliff and killing them. Yep. Was was actually believable. And for me, very uh artistic and how it was done how she would catch herself 
yeah. um, how somebody else would advance. And then also a tie-in back to the uh, uh, her childhood or her growing up with uh, with the blacksmith, the one the, the blind one, and who that actually was. Um, you know, so yeah. there's a lot going on. Yeah, it's a cool show for sure. It might end up in my top ten. We'll see. Um, let's see. Candy Cane Lane, it's Christmas season, everybody. I, I think I'm on. I think I've what? All right, so we're recording on the third. I think I've watched four Christmas movies so far. I'm a little ahead well, of schedule. I'm, I'm okay. trying to watch one a day, usually at night, like before I go to bed. Uh, Candy Cane Lane, uh, Eddie Murphy. Um, I like this movie. It's so like, it's your typical like corny, cheesy Christmas movie. He's uh, recently laid off from work, and everybody in his area development they all decorate for christmas and it turns out that like all right whoever has the best decorated house is going to get one hundred and fifty thousand dollars is like the premise so he goes to this that is christmas- a rich people neighborhood oh it's definitely a yeah. rich people neighborhood a hundred percent um but he ends up finding like this shop um that is selling christmas decorations he goes to that's uh run by i have to look her up because i always forget her name but she is from workaholics um Oh man, hold on one second. Is she I, the one I, that is she the one that works with them? Like the, yeah, Jillian Bell. Okay. Jillian okay. Bell. She's funny. She's hilarious. Um, so it, it's her shop, and he buys all this stuff. She has him sign a contract. Um, turns out she's a an elf, but she's an elf that got thrown out of the North Pole because she was bad, I guess. Um, but basically, the contract he signs his contract for this gigantic thing he puts in his front yard so that he'll win the contest. But the contract says that. He has to find, um, if you know the song, Five Golden Rings by uh, Christmas Eve, or he turns into like a glass sculpture, basically. Um, It's hilarious and super corny, and it's just exactly what I want out of a Christmas movie. Just like stupid, fun, like you don't have to think. It's got the stupid corny ending with uh, one of my favorite Santa Claus portrayers of all time and Mr. David Allen Greer. I love David Allen Greer. He's great. And He's him as Santa Claus. Oh my God, it was hilarious. I was like, that is a perfect pick for Santa Claus. That man gets yeah. it. Um, but there's other like Nick Offerman voices a character, and there's a lot of people in this movie. Um, if you know Pentatonics, they voice characters and sing throughout the entire movie. I just think it's a good, it's a good family movie for Christmas. It'll probably end up on my like I have my Halloween rotation. I also have my Christmas rotation. This will probably end up in there because I feel like I don't there isn't enough Christmas movies out there that I rewatch every year other yeah. than like, you know, your state, your staples. Um, but this one might end up going in there. So if you haven't watched that, it's on Amazon prime You can go check that out. It's, it's, it's a good time. Um, bye bye Barry. That also dropped, I think this week, mm-hmm. uh, Barry Sanders was like one of my favorite NFL players growing up. He was on such a bad team, but I always just enjoyed like he was, a, he's also a staple of my Thanksgiving. Because I feel like every Thanksgiving, oh, yeah. the, the Lions play Sanders. Yep. Um, he's always been a weird dude, though. And I appreciate that. Like, you kind of get to understand why he was so weird and why he just randomly retired when he still had a good probably four or five years left and was so close to breaking the rushing record. It's just very interesting to see his thought process where he just does not care about records. He hates being in the limelight, all of that stuff. He's just very introverted. He just wants to like, let me go out and run the ball and score a touchdown and let me go sit on the bench and don't talk to me. Um, it's just a different 
style of NFL player that you don't really see as much anymore. I thought it was fascinating. Like he's such an interesting dude um, that I was just like, this is a cool documentary. And I'm glad somebody thought to be like, we should talk to Barry Sanders because I feel like he's starting to get forgotten. And he's like one of the greatest running backs of all time. Literally. Yeah. yeah. Like, Probably literally would be the greatest. If he would have been, it, but again, he doesn't care. He does not care about records. He doesn't want them. They have a whole thing about like, um, there was a, he was the MVP of the team every year. And one of his teammates took the trophy because he left it. And the entire year he kept trying to give it back to Barry Sanders and he just wouldn't take it home because he didn't want it. Um, he just wanted to play and, and go do his own thing. So definitely check that out too. It's, it's a good hour and a half watch. It's pretty cool. I respect that. Cause like, if you think of like, of like any sports sports ball player sports now, ball. Um, even introverted, ones still tend to be extroverted because of the limelight and the internet and the how how quickly accessible they are because like i would consider like jason kelsey a introverted guy a guy who just wanted wants to do his thing and yet he still has a podcast and also a uh a documentary out about him because he happens to have a a a brother who's also as famous as well more famous but also plays football i don't know i i think that's a that's that's interesting i might check that out yeah it's a good one um extra scary movie Yes. yes. Now the scary movie in December, Exorcist Believer. Doesn't um, match with my review. Let's see. The, um, I, I wonder, because I, I, I don't remember everything you said in your review. Sure. It was a while back. But um, I uh, my wife and I both enjoyed this movie. And I'll tell you why. Because Exorcist Believer, number one, it is an hour and 45 minutes to an hour and 50 minutes. It is a fully, what I would say, especially compared to other scary movies, fully fleshed out scary movie. It is a slow burn till you actually get to what you would consider maybe a scary part. I would say, um, it takes a while for the exorcist or sorry. It takes a while for the, uh, possession to even happen. So to speak, it starts almost like a, it starts out almost like a, uh, a missing child or a missing person's (laughs) film for like 45 minutes or so. Like these girls are gone for a bit. Um, but what I like is that even though there wasn't a, uh, ensemble cast in there of like a lot of names that you would just be able to pick out from a crowd, there's enough character development in the movie where once stuff starts going down, you actually care either because you love the character or actually have had enough content to hate the character. Um, you know, it's it's two families that are together only because both of their daughters disappeared and, and, and came back and were possessed. And I don't know, it worked. It really, really worked. As far as rewatchability, because it is an hour and 45 minutes scary movie, I don't know how much you're going to watch it within a year. It's going to it's going to work its way onto our rotation. Um between um, both families having different dynamics in the family, they bring back some characters from the original Exorcist, which fits. Yeah. And you could probably guess because there's not an insane amount of characters in the original Exorcist, especially ones that survived. Um, so you probably know who's coming back. But um, it was a great combination of buildup. There was enough tense moments, and it's actually, I think it's a movie Barry can watch. There's not a jump scare. There's not a lot of jump scares. The girls act a little weird before it's noticed that there's something wrong with them, and that could probably make you feel unnerved. 
But yeah. I, this is this is not a hand in front of your face scary movie. It's not. No. But I think it, it I think it's done well. Did did you do you not remember that that movie like I I yeah, the, the trailer was yeah yeah the, yeah like the trailer got me I was I was I, done uh, with the movie from there I it that that first forty five minutes where it's like missing children where'd they go that's what drew in my wife because I was watching it and I I would not tell her what movie I was watching. So she like sat down and started watching and she's like, what is this? And then she was in and like, she hates the exorcist movies <laughs> and uh, she did not like the ending at all. Like the exorcist part, she was like terrified. Yeah. It mm-hmm. gets, there, there's some pretty tense moments. Yeah. Um, and uh, they, it's kind of like a group like yeah. trying to do it. And this doesn't necessarily ruin Cause I'm not going to tell you who's in the group, but like it's, 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 it's cool. Yeah. And um, there's some, there, I, I like, I don't know. The characters really got developed enough for me. Um, and outside of the people who it directly aff- afflicted, which would be the families themselves. So, right. I, I consider giving it a watch. It is free. Um, what did I watch it on? I think it was max. No Pe- Peacock. I think it's on Mac? Peacock. Yeah. I think it's Peacock. Mm-hmm. So it's on Peacock. Definitely give it a watch. Um, I don't think you'll, reg- you'll regret it. I enjoyed yeah, just it. in time for Christmas. Yes. Nothing says <laughs> yeah. Christmas like yeah, an exorcist. Yeah, exactly. Put a bow on it. <laughs> yeah, but that's all I watched. <laughs> all right. So we'll go ahead and end the podcast here. I want to thank everybody for listening. If you feel so inclined, please make sure to share it on your podcast listening platform of choice and leave a review on there as well, or a thumbs up or a star, when, you know, whatever it is on the podcast listening platform of choice. If you're on YouTube, please make sure to like and subscribe and comment on how The Exorcist is a Christmas movie. <laughs> I don't know about that. Somehow. <laughs> it's not a Christmas movie. No Christmas. No, no, no snow or anything. No, no snow. Darn. No snow at all. It takes place in the summer, I think. Don't, don't, then don't leave anything about that. <laughs> <laughs> but again, thanks everybody for watching. We always appreciate your support. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. See ya. Bye, guys. <laughs>